Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on. Talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on. From the NFL to the NBA. MLB and college hoops do it all day. College football, we know who's number one. Understand, on the phones, you know we get it done. So call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today. I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. Ray, you there? Ray should be there. Let's see I'm if he's here. Now. Ray, you're here? Okay, there you go. I'm in. March Madness is here. We've been waiting for how many months? Six months? Seven months? I mean, some people have been waiting for 11 months. But we're here. It's on. March Madness. Let's dance. Listen, it's, it's exciting. And, Ray, I got to say, with the seating, the people that didn't get in, the four number ones, Virginia, Villanova, Kansas, and Xavier, were you disappointed that Oklahoma State or Notre Dame or St. Mary's or Middle Tennessee State didn't get in? And did you think someone else should have been a number one seed over Xavier? So every year we go at it about who's in and who's not. They expanded the field from 64 to 68, so you would think that that eliminates some of the controversy, but it turns out controversy is the same as it always was. Look, I think the committee made some mistakes potentially. They definitely gave the big conferences a lot of love. ACC gets nine teams. Big East gets eight teams. Big 12 gets eight teams. Yeah, there were some controversies. USC not making it from the Pac-12, oh, yeah. but Arizona making it from the Pac-12. Um, Arizona Oklahoma, State. Arizona State. Arizona State, sorry. Out in your neck of the woods, Tempe. Uh, Oklahoma making it. Look, each committee has its philosophy, and it turns out that this committee's philosophy was all about top 50 wins. Didn't matter when they happened. So Oklahoma's a perfect example. They had a great November and December, and a Terrible January, February, and early March, but they're in because they said a good win, no matter when it happened, is a good win. So these guys overweighted, in my opinion, potentially yeah. early season wins. Because Oklahoma is, State beat Oklahoma twice, right? I mean, you know, that's like and beat Kansas twice. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. When we're talking about these teams that are on the bubble, it's really 10, 11, and 12 seeds. So, yeah, I, I, I don't love what the committee did this year, but it's fine. Let, let's, move to the, let's move to the teams that have a chance to win it all. Oh, man, listen. And obviously the play-in games are Tuesday and Wednesday. Let's start in the South with the number one overall, UVA. We'll go through the bracket and, and, and give our team that will make it. We're not going to do every game, but – Look, that top half is pretty clear. I think it all starts when you get down to, you know, Kentucky, Arizona, second round should be fun, stuff like that. Do you think a team like Loyola Chicago has got a shot to upset Miami in the 6-11? And what do you think about Tennessee Wright State? Do you see any upsets in the first round of the South region? 
But I think Loyola Chicago can make it to the Sweet 16. I think they can beat Miami and Tennessee. These guys are legit. They can put up points. They can score. They can get up and down. And you know what? I have them winning against Miami. And, you know, it's a coin flip. I think Tennessee beats Wright State because I think they are the class uh, or one of the class teams in the SEC and an improved SEC. Remember, it was Kentucky and everybody else. And now it's everybody else. Pretty deep. Eight teams from the, from the SEC. So I think in this bracket, Loyola Chicago is definitely a, a good team sleeper. to keep an eye on. Well, you know who else sure. I like, too? And then Texas Remember, is a 10 seed, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. Shaka Smart, Texas, but Nevada's point guard got hurt. And they're not the same team, which is why they, you know, lost in their uh, tournament semis, I believe. So Texas, I think, can, can win a game or two, but maybe a game. Because I got to tell you, that Cincinnati uh, team is tough, and they have a shot to really make some noise in this bracket and maybe even upset some teams. Cincinnati is a team to watch out for. Even though they're two seed, they're dangerous. So who do you got coming out of the South? Who's, who's, your, who's your team that survives? Is it number one? U of A, we talked about Arizona, best player, DeAndre Ayton, number one pick. They shouldn't be a four seed. They should probably be the two seed. That, that's where the mistake was in this bracket. Who do you have coming out well, of the South? What's also crazy is that Virginia and Cincinnati are basically the two best defensive teams in the country. Yeah, number so one and two. If these two teams play each other, it'll be like twenty-two, twenty to 13. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, <laughs> these two teams also have trouble scoring historically, uh, although Virginia this year is a little bit better and, and, you know, guy can score. But I tell you what, I would love to see, and I think you have Arizona, but I would love to see that Virginia-Arizona game. It's a total – contrast in styles because Arizona can score but I don't think they defend well enough and we've seen that big men don't necessarily carry teams like guards do right so you put your money on a Kemba Walker you put your money on a on a Boatwright or a Shabazz Napier you know you put your money even on on like good to, to slightly better than average point guards above a DeAndre Ayton right so I think that's a that tough, tough reason right it's a, tough, it's a region. tough region, but I think if Villanova plays Arizona, I'm sorry, Virginia plays Arizona, Virginia wins. I think oh. Virginia beats Cincinnati or Tennessee or Loyola Chicago. So I think UVA at 28 and two is the class of this division, and I think you you put that number one seed right into the Final Four. Okay, well I got the uh, University of Arizona coming out of this region. I just think at the end of the day, Alonzo Trier. And all of their talent, they have two seven-footers, not just Eaton, a European kid as well. They can pass, they can block shots, and Eaton is getting better every game. He's starting to find himself to take over. But if they try to lock him down, and I think he can lob it over their defense when they front him, but Alonzo Trier can score buckets. And U of A, I think the whole controversy of the FBI probe has brought them closer together. So I think – that's something to look out for. Let's go down to the West region. Xavier's number one. This region is fascinating because when you think of even the eight, nine, does Missouri having Michael Porter back help them or hurt them? That game's a toss up to me. What do you think about this region? And do you think it's kind of a, an easy one 
Ohio State, Gonzaga. This one is not a tough region to me. What are your thoughts about the the West? So I'll give you my answer. My answer is North Carolina. They're the defending (laughs) champs. They have a lot of talent. They don't really have star power, but Joel Berry is as experienced as anybody in the country, and he's a senior, and he's a leader, and he's a point guard. My man Theo Pinson is a a star now. Theo Pinson, the defensive wizard, became a a two-way player. So I think, look, anytime Xavier's your number one seed, you're good, but you're not scared of Xavier. Like uh, Bill Self said at Kansas, right? People just aren't scared of Kansas this year. Well, people aren't scared of Xavier. I think Michael Porter, when you look at it in, in the long run, might be the best player in this region, but he's he's coming back too late in the game to really, really make a difference. They might win that first game, but I think Xavier would beat them. On the bottom half of that bracket, I think Michigan's good, but I don't know that they're truly a number three seed. They had a great run in the Big Ten, so I think actually Carolina gets a pretty easy draw. Getting Michigan in Wait, wait, don't three. say that too fast. Don't give everybody too much confidence because I'm a Tar Heel fan like you, and I'm telling you right now, watch out for Providence. They are dangerous, and they play some serious basketball. We got to survive them. That could be a, a tricky and, one. And, like, Providence <laughs> always has good guard play, and, you know, guard yeah. play wins tournaments. So, I, I hear you. That, that's a good game. I mean, assuming they beat A&M. Remember, Texas A&M – halfway through the season was, was a top 10 team. So yeah. they took a second half nosedive as well. So I don't know that Providence survives A&M, but if they do, that means their guards played well. They pressure the basketball. don't know that that's going to work necessarily against Carolina. Carolina is big, but they also have guard play, and they also have some shooting. So Carolina's been a little inconsistent, but I, I think Carolina goes all the way to the final four. I think that they may even play Gonzaga because I could see a Gonzaga upsetting Xavier and Carolina Gonzaga. How interesting would that be? Last year's national championship game might just be the West region final. Listen, I, I could sign up for that. Gonzaga's team's got some experience. Uh, well, Jonathan Williams is coming back. So they've got some guys that played in that game last year. Also, don't sleep on the Houston Cougars. My pick is the Tar Heels coming out of that region as well, Ray. So let's go back to the top of the other bracket, the Villanova Wildcats of the East region. Villanova, you know, LIU Brooklyn might survive against Radford, and they'll give Villanova some run because I think they're scrappy. But Villanova is, is, is really going to have an interesting matchup against either Alabama or Virginia Tech because one thing we know about Avery Johnson, he's got some, some dogs on his team, and now he's starting to give the ball <laughs> Colin Sexton, who is truly the best point guard in this draft. He's better than Trey Young. Trey Young can shoot and all that and had a good early season. But Trey Young can be taken out of games. Colin Sexton is special. And I got Bama giving Villanova all they can handle, Ray. But I think Nova will survive. How do you, how are you, how are you liking this region? And do you see any upsets? Because I see Marshall against Wichita State. That Marshall team is dangerous. Mark my words. Well, I look at this region and I see Purdue as a number two. And the Boilermakers have historically, yeah, they've historically been, which is funny because the ACC has nine teams in the tournament and they are all spread out. 
You should. Yeah. You would think you'd see more ACC teams in the South than in the East. Yeah, this odd stuff but, with you know the areas. They do a bad job. I don't like it. It's, uh, so I look nah. at this team. I look at this Purdue team, and I say, oh, they're going to falter early. Just uh, maybe that's my historical bias. So maybe that Butler Arkansas team can find itself in the Grade Eight, pushing to the Final Four. Texas Tech is a good team. I actually see Texas Tech potentially meeting at the top of the bracket in the East Regional Final. The other team to look out for is West Virginia. Now, even though Wichita State is nice, I think West Virginia and, and Huggy Bear, he puts the pressure on you. He brings the heat. Oh, Carter, the senior. Yeah, you and know. Carter's finally he's been, he's been there forever. Yeah, so you got, got Villanova. Villanova's got some experience. They've got some depth. But they don't, again, they don't have star power, right? So who's carrying that team? I mean, Brunson's Taylor okay. Brunson is kind of carrying them. But he's not great, yeah, great. He's good. No, probably good enough to make it to a Final Four. That's why, you know what, yeah. I don't want to take Villanova because I don't think they're great this year. But I look at the bottom half of that bracket, and I'm thinking, who's going to knock them off? Texas Tech, potentially. But that's really about it. So I might just have to go, even though it sounds chalkish, I might have to go with Villanova and say another number one goes to the Final Four just because the bracket's so weak. I agree with you, and I have Villanova over Texas Tech in that, in that uh, East Regional Final. So I think Villanova will survive that bracket. And, you know, Purdue has, could have a run in them. I mean, they've got some, you know, some Haas as a veteran. So Kansas Penn, can a 16 ever beat a one? And if so, this I think would be it. Could Penn beat Kansas? What do you think? <laughs> they can, but I, I they can. I do think so. Yeah. They won't, but they can. I think they a 16 can, can beat a one. It, in this day and age of three-point shooting and <laughs> one and done and lack of experience. That would be so embarrassing for Bill Self, Ray. He, would have a, he might have a heart attack on the court if Penn beats Kansas. Oh, we don't want that now. Come on. No, it's just no, a game, fellas. It's just a game, you know? So, but how do you but, feel about this? Is a, this is a weird game. NC State against Seton Hall. And this is fascinating. It's an 8-9, but these are two both dangerous teams. And NC State, look, they had some big wins this year. They beat, uh, I think they beat Duke. They beat Carolina. NC State's got a, a t- decent squad. This is like the ACC region because Clemson's right there as well. Do you, do you have a thought that NC State or Seton Hall could uh, rough up Kansas a little? I don't think so. I think Kansas will cruise early. I don't think they're going to the Final Four. They're definitely not being penciled in. But this is a the tough top lead. half of that bracket, it's, it's, you know, and I think Auburn's underrated. I think they're a number yeah. four team. They're actually pretty good. So Auburn might beat Kansas if they don't get knocked off before. But I I don't think they'll get knocked off in that first round. I don't think they'll get knocked off in the second round. But I could definitely see Auburn taking out Kansas. So you're sleeping on Clemson? Now, what do you think about Don't sleep on Clemson. No, I like Auburn over Clemson. Okay. Now, I do like the playing game, Arizona State-Syracuse. I think – I think Arizona State's guards might actually be better suited for the tournament than the regular season. And I think that they might be able to get by Syracuse. Syracuse, I don't know if they belong in this tournament. They're just okay this year. This is not a Bayheim team that you could bang the table for. 
Either way, Michigan State will handle ASU or Syracuse. Remember, ASU beat Xavier and Kansas in Kansas this year. So ASU does have some big wins, but Michigan State is probably the class of this region, them and Duke. What about Rhode Island, Ray? You know they're good. Can they knock off Trey Young in Oklahoma? Well, they're the seventh seed, right? They're, they've been playing much better than Oklahoma for the last two months. So, yeah. absolutely. You know, when you're one guy and you have a week, or not a week, but let's say four days to prepare, we'll see. We'll see. I think that this kid, Trey Young, will show out, and I think that Oklahoma will actually win the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if they made him work and they made him shoot a lot. Um, I think ultimately, you know, the formula to beat Trey Young has been laid out there. I mean, first time the kid has let yeah, him Yeah, teams don't let him get the ball, right? They double. They don't let him get the ball. Oklahoma can't score without well, him. You, also don't, you don't let him get the ball, and if you do, you make him shoot because, again, it's the Steph Curry phenomenon, right, where people think that 25-footers are a good shot. It's not a good shot, even if you're uncontested, even if you're in, in, in warm-ups. It's not a good shot. 25 feet, it's a very difficult shot to make. So Trey Young, you know, gets frustrated, and if he's, uh, you know, he's a little guy, so you can actually move him around a little bit, and then he starts putting up these long-range shots, and then the shooting percentage, you know, he'll put up a 10 for 30 game. So he'll get his 30 points, but on 30 shots. So – I think Rhode Island actually wins the game. But here's my question to you. Michigan State and Duke, two teams that at one point in the season were locks for number one seeds, play each other, in my opinion, play each other. In the Elite Eight, too early. In the Elite Eight, right? And what do you think about that? They did a bad job seeding. I, they, I think they did a horrible job seeding, but it's always going to be fun to see these two teams play, and I think we'll get it unless something crazy happens. But I think at the end of the day, my only issue with Duke, their talent is superior. I think when you look at their five, six, or seven top players, Duke's got more talent than Arizona and Michigan State maybe all around, you know, maybe star heavy. But I don't think that they play great defense but Duke can easily cut down the nets and win this whole thing. Marvin Bagley is I know so how superior, right? It's very like when I, and then if Carter and Trent can get it shooting, and then if Allen is hot, see Allen has to be play aggressive, but he also can't take bad shots like he did against North Carolina in the tournament, um, an ACC tournament. You know, he winds up putting up a shot that was just you know ill advised, and they lost the game. I think Michigan State will survive that game just because I think Miles Bridges has a little bit more experience and Grayson Allen, I don't trust him in the clutch. But it's going to be a classic. He won a championship as a freshman. I know, I know, but I don't think so – uh, listen, I got, Michigan, I got Michigan State, Kansas, and then I got Michigan State surviving. Wow. Okay. So I have to say, despite your convincing arguments, and despite the ups and downs, I'm taking Mike Krzyzewski Ooh, the and the most talent on the court in the whole tournament. In the whole 68, Duke is the most talented team. Now, they're young, and four of them will play in the NBA next year. But I'm going to say Duke beats Michigan State, and then Duke beats Auburn or Kansas, but I'll say Auburn. 
and Duke goes on to the final four. So it's not that Ooh. sexy. I got a, a, a one, a one, a two, and a three, but a two and a two. Sorry, a one, one, two, two. But well, yeah, I got that's, that's Arizona, North right Carolina, right? The four, two. And then I have Villanova against Michigan State. So, you know, it's a little chalky for both of us. So what's your championship game and who is going to cut down the nets, Rick? Oh, boy. So I have Villanova playing Duke. I'm going to say the talent takes over. Because coaching neutralizes itself. You give a slight edge to Krzyzewski. Talent is more on Duke's favor. Experience is more on Villanova's favor. I'm going to say Duke comes out of the right side of the bracket, left side of the bracket, North Kakalaka against Virginia. And you know what? Virginia has their number. They had the number twice this season, and I'm going to say they have it again. So I'm going to say an ACC rematch. Wow. Against the University of Virginia. And you know who wins the national championship? Are you going with the Dukies, The Duke Blue Devils. You are doing it? Blue Devils. Wait, wait. Are you basically on national radio selling selling your soul? You have three ACC teams, Virginia, Duke, and and, and North Carolina, and you're going against our Tar Heels to have Duke beat Virginia. You are selling your soul. You know what? You know what? This is like 1985 all over again. This is Uh, my favorite team was St. John's. But Villanova beat Georgetown, so North Carolina is my team. But I'm going to say that Duke beats Virginia. And there you wow. go. You have an, an ACC Big East. This is like rolling the clock back to the 80s. ACC Big East, uh, you know, in the Final Four, and I got an ACC championship. Well, I'm taking number four seed Arizona against number three seed Michigan State. And I say through the controversy in it all, and they might take the banner down in five years or two years or a year, but Sean Miller finally gets the monkey They're off his back. They're going to put it back. next to Louisville's banner? That's right. Sean Miller gets the monkey off his back out there in the cactus in the desert of Tucson. And DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick, who is getting better every second he steps on a basketball court. This kid is undetermined. And I think him and Alonzo Trier and some of their other players, they're just finally ready. And Arizona finally gets it done. They cut down their net 76-73 over Sparty. And you could call this the all-controversy championship, right? Izzo and the whole sexual scandal this year, Arizona and the payment FBI probe. This will be the scandal championship. Oh, Bridges game. was mentioned in that probe, too. Yes, Bridges was mentioned. So this is the probe title game, Ray. And I'm taking Arizona, who, who in some ways you could say has less pro or less, less issues because it's just money. They don't have any sexual assault on their thing. And I think sexual assault is worse than financial payments any day. So I'm taking Arizona to win it all, Ray. Wow, by the time I get to Arizona, that was So give our audience, wait, wait, before we go, give our audience one crazy, not sleeper to get far, but I'm talking a sleeper to win it. One team that neither one of us had in our final four, maybe even in our elite eight. Give us a team off the radar 
that could cut down the nets. Well, look, I think there's a few teams, frankly, that if you really like go back and ask yourself, in How about a, in a, a team where or lower? Is that fair? A five seed or lower? Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you some. I'll give you some love right now. So, <clears throat> here's a crazy thought. Here's a crazy thought. Oklahoma is the team that shows up in Jan. Sorry, if the team that shows up in November and December decides to show up in the tournament, and they have Trey Young, arguably the most outstanding player in the tournament throughout the season, leading the country in points and assists. If okay. they can put it together, they were they impressed. You, you thought they'd be potentially a Final Four team in December. In January, why not now? So there's a 10 seed that could potentially do big things. Who, who is so this that's one. Who's your 10 seed? Wow. Oklahoma. They can't go that, that far. Why not? A team a team in, in, in the beginning of the season looked gangbusters. They probably have the best player in the country if you look at what he's done over the year, point leading the nation in points and assists. I mean that that's pretty impressive. He's so, not ready. Any, they're a ten seed, right? Okay. Come on now, expand your mind, expand your mind a little that's, bit. That's good. Expand your mind. All right. Here's another team that some would say is, is overrated, but maybe, maybe, maybe can do some things. How about Houston, right? Houston is good. Houston, a number six seed, probably could be a four seed. You know, they're in that bracket where they got to deal with Michigan and Carolina, but you know what? Michigan won the Big Ten. Maybe they're not, you know, they had the week off. So maybe they're a little bit sluggish. Maybe they still beat Montana, okay. but they're a little sluggish. And Houston gets them. So those are – I gave you a 6 and a 10. Wow. Well, I'm going to give you a 5. And they are Coach Cal's young team that's finally getting it together. And Vanderbilt, he might miss the first game, but then he'll be back. You know, he, he's going to get healthy. And I think Kentucky – has got a legitimate shot to go and cut down the nets and win it all. And I'm not bold with any tens, but that's my one five. And I got another five. You mentioned them earlier. Press Virginia with Dexter Miles and Devontae Carter and Bobby Huggins. They really have a shot to win it all. I think that you, if you count on those two teams, West Virginia at a five seed, and then your boys, Kentucky, they both have a really good shot, I think, to shock everybody and get it done. So that, that's our yeah, sweepers I, for everybody. I'll give you credit. I mean, those are, those are five seeds that at some point in this season probably could have been three or fours. So those are good teams. I mean, don't people out there, don't think of these teams as sleepers. These are really good teams that just because of the seeding became five seeds. No, no, that's fair. And Oklahoma was a good team, but they dropped down. I mean, if you wanted to go crazy, you could say somebody like Alabama or Arkansas, who's you know, nine seeds, um, you know, maybe a 10 seed in Texas. But uh, it's going to be a good tournament, Ray. You know, at the end of the day, 
We'll be back on Saturday. Our brackets will be ripped apart. <laughs> you know, you're going to see, like, uh, Wright State beat Tennessee. And, like, you call the Loyola upset. We might see, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Buffalo take down uh, Arizona. I mean, listen, anything can happen. And this is, is why gonna win? Is the 16 going to win? No, but I think Penn will have it closer than anybody. And LIU Brooklyn is definitely going to be in it in the first half. How about that? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll so, take it. It'll be fun. And I hope everybody enjoys it. And let the madness begin. Have a great sports week. We'll be back Saturday. Cap up Thursday and Friday and get you ready for round of the 32. And, um, have a great sports week and just have fun. This is a great time. A lot of people on spring break now. So enjoy it and um, let the madness begin, Ray. We waited long enough. Definitely. We are, we are out and we will definitely touch base and talk some NFL with you because the frenzy for NFL begins on Wednesday. We'll be talking about it soon. Enjoy the sports week. <laughs>